Hi everybody, welcome to a quick shot on Martinis with Scott channel. Today we're going to talk about conferences and trade shows and how they fit into your marketing plan. What is a good way to approach these things? Uh, a few years ago, I had a fellow working for me who uh, was a head of sales and marketing of a small product company that was financially troubled. And one reason is it never got traction on sales and marketing. So that was directly on him. His goal was always to attend four to five trade shows a year. And when I asked him why, he never had a good answer. Um, his biggest thing was that uh, we're small and we're troubled. And if we don't show up to the trade show, the customers aren't gonna see us and, and uh, they're gonna think that we're out of business. Obviously he could have accomplished that by a telephone uh, or through digital marketing or other ways, but that was his biggest goal. Okay, so four to five trade shows a year were his pitch to me. In my mind, I'm budgeting ten thousand uh, dollars, maybe five to ten thousand dollars per right. So you got the cost of the flight for one or two people. You've got to buy the booth space if it's a trade show as opposed to a conference. Um, you need to own a booth, which we did. But if you don't, you need to buy a booth, and that's expensive. You need to ship the booth. Uh, you need to ship the goods to go in the booth because he had products. So you needed to set up your display. Uh, you're crossing borders if you're Canadian. Uh, or if it's an international and you're going to the US or if it's an international show, if you're in the US coming to Canada, whatever, you need to ship the stuff, it could be expensive. Um, you've got hotel, you've got uh, meals and all the things that go with that. So it adds up, right? It adds up. So call it four or five shows a year, call it a budget of $40,000 um, for this marketing event, all right? And without a specific goal other than to convince customers that we're not dead. It used to drive me nuts. Um, now, what would he do? He'd sit there and, and uh, well, let me tell you this story. So one year he was in Vegas and I was at a show and I was getting uh, upset, let's put it mildly. I should have acted on this sooner. This is entirely on me. But I wasn't happy with his answers. I wasn't happy with where this company is going. So I dropped into uh, Las Vegas to see how this show is going and and our approach to this as a company. And so I found our guy sitting in his booth um, in the back of this of this trade show. Now, why are you in the back? Because we're a small company that's broke, right? So you can't spend a bunch of money to get better real estate. Uh, you do it on the cheap. And so you end up at the back of, uh, you know, against the back wall where there's very little traffic and it just looks sad. And he's sitting there by himself and he's chained to the booth. You know, he can't get out and talk to other people it completely because there'd be no one to man the booth. And you can't, uh, you're, you're just entirely reliant on passers-by, uh, which is entirely random. It's not a targeted show to our specific product. Um, it's a much broader show, which includes our product. Um, so bottom line is maybe 80%, 90% of the people that walk by uh, would have no interest. So completely a haphazard and random approach. Um, you may as well just stand on the street corner. It would have been cheaper. Bottom line is what he was looking for is exposure to a bunch of people so that he can show them his goods, right? He wanted to sit there, he wanted people to come to the booth, he wanted to spend five minutes with them and show them the goods and hope that they become customers, right? Um, and if somebody comes in who's never gonna be a customer, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna throw them out or are you gonna spend the five minutes and waste that time anyways? 
So let's think about that. Let's say you're there for two days. How many people can you reasonably meet with and talk about in two days? If you have eight hours a day for two days, 60 minutes an hour, uh, that's 960 minutes off the top of my head. Um, now let's say you talk to people nonstop for, uh, say for five minutes, okay? Let's say no breaks, which is unreasonable. Uh, let's say you have no downtime, which is unreasonable because you're in the back against the wall. So obviously you have some downtime. Uh, I did a quick little calculation on this force. You could meet with a 192 people for five minutes each with no breaks in an eight hour day uh, for two days straight. 192 people who are loosely related to your industry and maybe some are direct hits and a bunch of them are not. Now, that's $10,000 to meet and have a discussion with 192 people. How many people could I have a conversation with if I were to spend that money on uh, digital marketing with content that is targeted to an audience uh, specifically, basically 100% specifically to what I'm looking for. So last night, well, yesterday afternoon, um, I spent $10 on digital marketing to promote a video, some content that I wanted to get some exposure on. All right. I spent $10 and I think this morning, maybe another $10. So I'm $20 into this, not 10,000. I'm $20 into this. Uh, before I logged on here to, um, to do this show, I had 1,700 impressions, um, and 700 views on the video that I'm promoting. Um, and these are people that are specific targeted to a search term. So they went to Google and they typed in what I wanted them, you know, what, what I'm targeting. And I've had 700 views. So 1700 impressions, that's 1700 people walk past my booth. If I were to put it into that, uh, into that language and 700 of them stopped and spent some time on the content promoting my goods. Okay. For $20, not 10,000. So if your goal is to is to have people take a look at your goods, show them how it works. Uh, would you rather spend twenty dollars to get a bunch more people, or would you rather go to Vegas and spend ten thousand and get a lot less people and be ineffective? If you have a sales and marketing person that wants to go to trade shows without a specific purpose other than to show their goods to a bunch of people, you need to fire them. They're just hopefully hopefully, <laughs> hopelessly uh, behind the times. All right, so should you ever attend a conference? Should you ever attend a trade show? Well, sure, sometimes, but it, it depends on the real purpose. So last week, uh, I went to two of these things, which is really unusual for me because I hate them, but I went to uh, Dallas for the International Roofing uh, Expo, and I went, which was a, was a hell of a show, it was kind of cool. And then I went to Vegas for a distressed investment conference, which if you're in distressed investing is, you know, the best put on by the Turnaround Management Association. It's the best conference that you could possibly go to. Um, so I'm gonna, I had purposes to be in both of those shows. And, and so I'm gonna give you three really good reasons that you should attend a conference and a trade show, spend the money and put it into your marketing plan. Here are some good reasons. Number one, education. I went to the Roofing Expo because I own a, a, a company, roofersworld.com, that uh, uh, manufactures, produces, 
market sells roofing tools to major customers like uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, etc., ABC. Um, <clears throat> so I own this company, but I know very little about roofing. I wanted to learn more about roofing. I want to dive deep into the marketing of these products because the company, since I took it over about nine months ago, by the way, there's been a show on this on Martinez with Scott, and there'll be another one shortly. We tried to shoot one in Dallas, but it didn't, the venue didn't work out. So I think by next week, hopefully we'll get a show done. Um, anyways, where was it? So education, I wanted to learn about roofing. I want to do a deep dive on the marketing and I want to push this company forward because it's starting to really get traction and I'm excited about it. So attending a conference literally for a day. Now it takes me a day to fly there. Uh, I stay overnight. I go to the conference for a day, even though it's a three day thing. Um, and I left the next morning, but I spent the entire day on the floor and I got a feel for the size of the industry. Um, I learned that Berkshire, Hashua, uh, uh, Berkshire or that Warren Buffett owns a, uh, owns a roofing company. Uh, who knew? I mean, this is a serious industry. Um, so I got a feel for the in, uh, industry. I got a feel for the people that are in the industry, right? You walk around, you talk to people in the booths, you see, you know, the people that are interested in this industry. And it gives you a feeling for who your customers are um, as people, who your competitors are as people. And it's very educating. And as a side note, I found uh, two companies that are knocking off uh, one of our major products, uh, complete knockoffs, violating our intellectual property. And so as a side benefit, we found that and, and uh, the lawyers have it and, and we'll be putting a stop to that. So that was good education for me and that's a great reason to attend a show. The second good reason, delivering a specific message um, where looking someone in the eyes really helps. So at the Distressed Investment Conference, um, I went there uh, to Vegas because at Sinclair Range, we launched a new service line uh, January 2020. Now I can let people know about that new service line uh, digitally through our digital marketing. We have newsletters, we have a website, um, we have uh, ads in a journal, so I can do that, we are doing that, and that gets the, the word out. But um, the conference gives me an opportunity to sit down with, with friends and contacts, people I already know, look them in the eye, and deliver a little bit of a complicated message. And these are people that are influencers in our business and in our industry. Give them a little bit more of a complicated message and and pitch with some excitement at a person-to-person -person level rather than digitally. Uh, that's a good opportunity and a good reason to go to conference because otherwise I'd be flying to uh, New York and LA and uh, you know Vancouver, wherever else I'm going, Chicago, uh, I'd be doing that one by one. And in a conference, I could knock it all out in one day. And again, this, this Distress Investment Conference was, I think, five days and I went for one day and two nights. So Wednesday night, Thursday at the conference and Thursday night, left Friday morning, got in and out quick. I went to uh, the roofing uh, expo um, for the reason that I said, but I also, because I was going anyways, I used it as an opportunity to deliver a specific message to key people. One of the message I wanted to uh, deliver is that I'm a buyer. I wanna buy more roofing companies that are synergistic with the one that I already own. So I watered the floor to every single booth and if there was, if they were uh, moderately synergistic and affordable, um, I told them we wanted to buy, we wanted to invest. 
And if, and if they're interested in talking more, there's my, there's my card, there's my information. And I've got some great prospects out of that. Now I could have done that digitally because that is the M&A process. Uh, we'll talk about that, how to sell your business one day. Um, I, but, but this was also effective and I was already there. The other thing I wanted to do was look some of our major customers in the eyes because I took over, as I said, about nine months ago. And before that, they had terrible fill rates. You know, we were 10%, 20% fill rates to these major customers. Um, now we're 100%. Took us three months maybe to turn that around, but we're 100%. I wanted to look past customers in the eye and I wanted to say, hey, I'm new. Um, here's what we've done and you can rely on us and it's a start and in fact we have picked up customers because of that but that's not a message that I could really diver deliver digitally or by phone right so there was a good opportunity to show up at the conference uh, third uh, third reason dinners and drinks now you can do low ticket transactional type business even mid ticket transactional type business uh, digitally um, by the phone, but you know, big business is done with business friends. That's the bottom line. And to build a real bond um, beyond digital connections, uh, you need to spend time with people. You need to spend, go out and have dinner, have a drink, have a whatever. And conferences are a good opportunity to connect with people that otherwise, again, I would have had to fly to uh, New York, Vegas, uh, Chicago, Vancouver, wherever, do this one at a time. Or as a conference, I can knock off uh, a few of these in two nights in a day. Now, how many people, if you're going to do that, how many people can you practically do this with? I say three or four if you're there for two nights, right? Pre-plan it. Um, don't get sucked into the speed dating style meeting where you're 15 minutes back to back. Um, you don't build a connection that way. Uh, Pre-plan, know who you want to meet, know why you want to meet. Probably do it after hours and off-site. Uh, take them, host a nice dinner, make camp at a bar and have people come in and have a drink with you. Um, whatever fits your style of what you're good at. And um, conferences are a good way to efficiently knock that off. Uh, now, that's my view on how these things fit, uh, seminars, uh, sort of conferences and uh, trade shows fit within your marketing plan. As a caveat, you have to make it work for you. Everybody's different in sales and marketing. For me, I'm the worst networker on the face of the earth. I hate crowds. Um, I don't like small talk or I hate, and I'm terrible at it because I don't like it. Um, I'm claustrophobic. I just don't like being in a crowd, but I might be one of the best uh, guys and salesperson to have dinner with <clears throat> and drinks with. I do that very well, you know, one-on-one -on -one or even hosting 10, 13 people at a dinner. Um, I succeed at that and it creates a real bond. But that's me, you may be different. So do what works for you. That's all, uh, subscribe please on Martinez with Scott. Everyone that subscribed, uh, you guys have been terrific. I love the support. Provide some comments if you like. Uh, if you have questions, uh, let me know in the comments section. And apart from that, have a great day and thank you for listening.